You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. Hello, Miss Barbara Ann Wild. Hello. I have a question for you today. <laughs> Go for it. Do you ever wake up feeling refreshed? Because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up tired uh, every day. I, you know, I, okay, so to answer your question, very rarely, but this morning I flew home from New York yesterday, and we'll get into that in a little bit why I had such an amazing trip. But I have a new phone, and my old phone, if I set the alarm and I put it on silence, but I turn the volume up, the alarms would still go off, but I wouldn't hear people texting me all night or data loading or anything like that. This morning, slept right through my alarm, never went off. I woke up on my own at seven, and then I was in a mad panic to get Sabbath up and ready for school. So today, I woke up in a panic, so I felt like I had a lot of adrenaline, but not exactly (laughs) refreshed. Um, You know, it's a weird thing because... I do feel that when I take the B12 shots, when I go to, um, if, and you know, if our listeners have a spa or a med spa or a doctor's office that gives you the IV antioxidants and vitamins, or you can get B12 shots, which I know you used to get, Mm -hmm. they definitely help me with the energy department. I don't know necessarily the sleeping department. But um, one of the things that I was going to do for Bag of Tricks is something to help you sleep. Might not work for you anymore because you've been doing gummies for a long time. So I think they're like a step below what you usually do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I hear you. I think it's a very common thing for a lot of people. Yeah. I, I. It's unbelievable. I swear I never wake up feeling refreshed. Every time I wake up, I wake up tired. I'm like, okay, so I'm ready to go back to bed now. Why is this happening? But, but the strange yeah. thing is, is I sleep through the night. You know, I mean, I take melatonin gummy and then I take a CBD gummy as well with THC, but it's specifically for sleep. It's by a company called Wild. How funny is that? Okay. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's spelled W-Y-L-D-E. Is it really? It is. That's crazy. I know. And they're really good gummies and they're specifically made for sleep. They work really well for me. But I'm wondering if that's why I'm waking up kind of like tired. Maybe I'm not... Yeah, maybe they're making me groggy. Maybe it's the melatonin or maybe it's just freaking menopause, which it could be because I hear so much about how, you know, a lot of people when they're going through menopause or as they get older, just don't sleep as much as they used to. But I feel like I'm sleeping through the night. You know, obviously I toss and turn a lot because my back hurts me all the time, but well, you know, that's a whole other topic, but I never feel refreshed. I, I just want one day where I wake up and I go, oh. I feel good. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to work out, you know, but I just don't feel that way. It takes me a minute when I wake up. Yeah. You know, I think it might be a little bit of all of those things that you just said. Yeah. My son Hendrix, 
one of the things that he did at UC Irvine last year, one of the labs that he was in was a sleep study mm-hmm. lab. And he was observing people sleep. And I do know that one of the things that wasn't on your list of things that you do that I know can help is, believe it or not, the more hours of sleep you get before midnight, uh-huh. the better it is for your biorhythms and your body. So that could be something because I know you go to bed really late. Yeah. I I don't know, you know, I have asked myself that exact same question. You know, I sleep well, I sleep through the night. As soon as I hit the pillow, I am out. I take magnesium and ashwagandha before I go to sleep. And I really feel like it puts me in a super chill vibe and I'm really comfortable and I sleep really well. But I will say that there aren't many mornings that I wake up and go, wow, I feel like I've had 10 hours sleep. Like I feel really good today. It hasn't been happening for me a lot lately either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really strange thing. I've just like noticed it because I feel like when I wake up, I'm like, well, damn it, I want to go back to sleep. I'm tired. Or even if I get up and have coffee and get myself going, an hour later, I still I want to go back to sleep. But I'm I'm forcing myself not to do that. I'll tell you, COVID kicked my ass in the sense that. I literally feel like I've said this before to you around six or seven o'clock at night, I'm done for the night. Mm. I was like, oh, is it the get dark so early? Is it because I've been traveling so much? I mean, probably a little bit of all of it. But I was talking to a couple of people when I was in New York and everyone was talking about how COVID has kicked their ass and not just for the time until they're test negative, like for months that you just feel like Mm -hmm. it just takes every, and even my kids who are, you know, 21 and 30 that I was talking to about this, both of them were saying the same thing. Like it's not because we're over 50. It's just, it really, you know, Jesse was saying, he still feels like it's kicked his ass. And, you know, last time he had it was before Thanksgiving. It's funny that you say that because it's true. Actually, I talked to Frankie about it and she said she's always tired too. So Yeah, and they're young. Yeah. So it's not like we can blame it on (laughs) menopause or being over 50, you know? Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's true. So strange. But I guess, you know, I think I'm going to do what you were talking about earlier, how you've been taking B12 shots. I used to get B12 shots, but now you can buy B12, like a liquid that you put under your tongue and you could buy it at like CVS or Walgreens or Rite Aid or whatever. And you just, it's, it comes in a dropper and you can put it under your tongue. I'm going to go out and grab some today. Just kind of give me a little boost of energy. I used to do that. Every time I would go to work out, I would put a dropper, a dropper full of the B12 into my drink which actually gave it a nice, oh. yummy little flavor. It made it taste more like Kool-Aid. And I put it into my water yeah, bottle yeah. and then just down it while I was working out to give me a little boost. So do you find that the oral works? Yeah, it does work. It totally works. You put it under your tongue oh, awesome. and it goes straight into your bloodstream. So it, it does work quite well. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. And my doctor said it's a great alternative the, if the I don't The shots are killer. Yeah. Yeah, the shots are good. That's great. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So I'm that's great. I'm going to try doing that today. Yeah. But um, you know, there's been a lot going on since we got back 
we've just been like nonstop. Oh my God. Since we went to London and then we did all the TV and between the guys working like crazy and their schedules are insane, I haven't, I know you haven't, neither of us have stopped not to take a breath. But I mean, it's all really good, positive, exciting stuff. Totally, totally. Grateful for all of it, for sure. And I'm very excited about our weekend plans, let me tell you. (laughs) Oh, yes. So for our listeners to know, we are headed to Las Vegas this weekend to see Madonna, which I am, I mean, I've only seen her once before. I know you said you've never seen Never seen Madonna play, ever. Um, Oh, she, I mean, first of all, Vegas is such the perfect forum for it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, no pun intended, because I also have tickets for the forum, but I'm going to sell them because I would much prefer to go anywhere other than the forum or the SoFi ever to a gig. But I haven't seen this show, the Celebration Tour, which we're going to see, but Last I saw her, and the only time I ever saw her before was at Madison Square Garden, which Zach just played. I was just there. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, I want to um, hear all about that. I saw her do the Rebel Heart tour, and it was it was kind of like she had almost like Cirque du Soleil performers during her show, and Amy Schumer opened the show, which was hysterical. And oh, oh it, was just, it was such a great time. I'm so excited to experience this with you. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've never seen her play. I've always wanted to. I've always wondered about it. So I'm excited. It'll be fun. Another another little Honest AF trip for us. Yes, an Honest AF adventure. <laughs> so tell me, <laughs> first of all, we also we need to talk about what we're wearing, how we're going to do this. But I want to hear about your New York adventure. I told you real quick, I told you that Jean-Paul Gaultier, who's infamous, famous for a million things, but one of them is for costuming Madonna Mm -hmm. when she exploded on the scene. And he did t-shirts for this tour based off her pointy bra corset situation that he designed for her all those years ago on the Blonde Ambition tour. And I got it and it's signed by him. It's signed by her. So I might have to, I might have to sport that (laughs) t-shirt. That's exactly right. I remember that now. I remember when she walked the runway for him. This was like in the, I think, I think it was the early nineties where she walked the runway with the stroller with a cupless bra. So it was just the straps with her breasts exposed. Absolutely. remember it. Fantastic. So yeah, I'm excited for that. I also have the best Madonna costume with it. I mean, it is so good. It is such a replica of that pointy bra corset that Gautier did with the pinstripe blazer with the holes cut out so you could see the cones when you're wearing it. Uh-huh. So I could also support that could be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be great. I was going to say, I think my favorite like Madonna era was when she did, oh God, what was it called? Justify My Love. When she did that really racy oh. video that MTV would even the show. Disco? Oh, the one where she was Mary Magdalene? It was, no, it was a- ju- Oh no, that was Like a Prayer. Yeah, that was Like a Prayer. It was Justify My Love. And I think it was off her album, was it Erotica or I can't remember. Oh yes, it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm right? trying to remember the video. Oh my God, it was so racy. It was the one where she's like, it's black and white and she is like making out with every, can you hear it? The song. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, it was this song and it was, I think it was the name of the record was, I don't remember. Anyways, let me just switch it off now because now I've gotten carried away with my sound effects. <laughs> That's hysterical. Anyways, she's like, it's black and white and she's on a train and then she like makes out with all these different people and maybe she's not on a train. I don't know. Maybe that's just my, oh, that's part of the lyrics. But anyway, it was really racy and MTV had banned it and you had to pay extra to watch it back in those days. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. I mean, I'm such a huge fan and I loved, you know, when she did music and when she got later in her career as well when she had her daughter she started to do like more like singer songwritery stuff but I loved when she did that whole disco record actually Zach loved it where she had an afro uh -huh. and the disco ball and that was in black and white as well but it was so killer and you know she went to Juilliard as a dancer yeah her first trade was as a dancer so I just love her I mean I, I don't think I mean There'll never be another one. And as great as, you know, some of these other artists that have come up are, she's always been like way up there for me. Oh, yeah. They're know? definitely she influenced. She might not sing like well, but she's the entire package. Totally. Oh, here is what it was. It was from the Immaculate Collection album. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Greatest Hits. It was like yeah. her Greatest Hits record. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't remember the video. I'll watch it. Yes. It's really good. Um, anyway, it was with that model, Tony Ward. He became famous from, from oh, that video. Yeah. Remember? Uh -huh. Anyways. Yeah. So tell me about your trip to New York. Oh my goodness. So the kids, Jesse and his wife, Rihanna and Hendrix and I flew to New York in the middle of the week on the red eye because on Thursday, Zach played Madison Square Garden with Pantera. Was that the first time was, he's played uh, there? No, it's not the first time Zach's played there. Zach played there once with Ozzy, and then he did the national anthem there for a Rangers game. So Zach has performed at Madison Square Garden a couple of times, but it was Pantera's first time ever playing a show as a headline artist of that magnitude. And I mean, the most famous venue in the entire world, Madison Square Garden, yeah. it was a major pinnacle. It was extremely emotional. They've added a song into the set called Floods, and they do the retrospective of all this video and footage of Diamond Vinny. Um, it was extremely emotional. All of us were there. Rita was there, Dime's widow, all of his family, all of Philip and Salmo's family was there, or most of them, every industry person. It was, you know, Zach and I had a lot of family because it's basically a, home, yeah. a hometown show for sure. us. It was just, you know, and it was, it was magic. How it many was, tickets did you have to buy? Incredible. You know, this time because they were headlining, it wasn't a Metallica show where they were oh. opening for Metallica. <laughs> so since Pantera was headlining, they gave us, I mean, the band collectively had over 250 people on the guest. Wow. So it was crazy, but um, it was just it sounded incredible. I mean, Pantera has, in my opinion, um, and a lot of people's opinion, probably the best live sound man on the scene today. Um, they call him Muscles, but his name is Eddie Mapp. He is unbelievably talented. Mm. And MSG, you know, I've heard negative things about the sound in there, but 
Ozzy sounded phenomenal in there and Pantera. Oh my God. Like they blew the roof off the place. I don't even think anybody knew what was coming. And I've known Philip Anselmo for, I don't know, more than half my life. And I never saw him smile so much. It was very not metal, the the amount of smiling he was doing. (laughs) But, you know, it was, it was just so, you couldn't help but smile from ear to ear because it was just incredible to see these guys bring Diamond Vinny to this magical venue, have this pinnacle of their career, and to have all of our families there. And it's just, it was so great for the guys. It was just unbelievable. And then, you know, we got in the day before and we had a great dinner with some people that we were having, you know, an industry dinner with. And then we had quite a few coffee meetings with people and then the show. And then after the show, Phil Zach's buddy, who is his security guy and his, you know, one of his best friends, he happened to have a really close friend that had a really traditional pub right across the street from our hotel. So everyone in the band and their families, we all went across the street after the show and just hung out and celebrated and ate. It's really fun because Philip doesn't generally do much after a gig and he came over and his wife, Kate, and all of their family and friends and Rex Brown and his wife and his sons and his daughter and all of our kids and Rita and her family. And it was just so good. And then, yeah, the next day was a day off in the city and Zach and I took the kids for homemade pasta, which... Zach, he didn't get to partake in any of it because of Lent. He gave up pasta. He gave up pizza, which is absolutely craziness <laughs> in New York City. Yeah. And he gave up chocolate. And one of the funniest things, you would have died. So Zach is obsessed with Reese's peanut butter cups. It's his favorite thing in the whole world, chocolate and peanut butter. Every year he asks me to have a cake for him with chocolate and peanut butter. He puts peanut butter on chocolate all the time, brownies, cookies, anything. He, that is his like one guilty pleasure. And it's so funny because go to go to the hotel and I get in the night before Zach and I see that right next door to our hotel, I mean, literally the doors, if you open the door on your left, it was the Hershey's little chocolate factory and the door on the right was our hotel. And they have this thing called build your own cup. And so what it is, is it's a Reese's peanut butter cup chocolate bar. Oh my God. And so it's a poor Zach. He gave it up for Lent and he was taking <laughs> videos of it. He couldn't, he bought them for everybody. He couldn't get past it. He was losing his mind. He asked me to put one in the freezer for him when Lent's over. But so what it is, is it's like maybe 10 inches in circumference and it is an hollow edible chocolate cup with a lid. You could get dark chocolate or milk chocolate. And then it has their peanut butter, you know, proprietary Reese's peanut butter filling in the middle. And you have a menu of like 15 different mix-ins and four different toppings or sauces. And you choose, like they had Reese's puffs to put in their Oreo cookies, crushed up Reese's, pretzels, potato chips, just like the most insane 
menu of mix-ins and then like cold stone ice cream they mixed it all into the peanut butter and then they stuff it into the cup and put the chocolate lid on top it weighs no exaggeration has to weigh five pounds it is unbelievably crazy oh my god that sounds so crazy (laughs) and it was it's insane it sounds like a complete heart attack in a package but it's (laughs) that's what zach kept saying type 2 diabetes instantaneously but oh my god how fabulous yeah but how fun how fun trying to get there (laughs) (laughs) oh my god gave it all up for lent you should have seen him with the videos and then after pantera plays madison square garden Talina, Black Label's tour manager, and I, and Meg, Pantera's tour manager, we were all crying laughing because Zach, Rex, and Philip literally just got off stage to a sold out Madison Square Garden, and they are all glued to Zach's phone watching the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup video. (laughs) The mixing in, you would have thought they were watching like something like, you know, Led Zeppelin back in 1970 or something or 69 or something, but they're watching Reese's being made and they were all salivating and dying. I'm like, now this is a video. This is hysterical. (laughs) Like these big badass metal rockers and they're like dying over Reese's peanut yeah, that's kind of hilarious. That that should have been its own video. <laughs> it was it was so good. I actually think Talina has video of it. I'll have to send it to you and I'll share it. Thank God I wasn't there because I have no self-control when it comes to candy. I would have just sat there and eaten the whole damn thing. You and me both. And then we would be in the I mean, hospital <laughs> in, in <laughs> diabetic comas. <laughs> My God. I didn't have the heart to eat pizza with Zach because it's literally, after Reese's, it's his second favorite thing in the world. I think Reese's is definitely number one. But I ended up having a slice of pizza as I was headed to the airport. So I didn't have to like throw it in Zach's face. But oh my God, You're- New York and New Jersey pizza yeah. Unbelievable. You're a good wife. You're a good wife, Barbara Ann. <laughs> <laughs> my God. I, I try. Oh my God. I mean, I have to be honest with you. He spoils me. I mean, it's ridiculous how much he spoils me. So I had to contain myself yeah. because I was just like, I didn't eat the Reese's in front of him. <laughs> I had a bite when I came home because of course we bought one for Sabbath and I brought it home. And Sabbath is like, oh my God, Sabbath has not stopped eating it. I'm like, okay, dude, you're going to eat five full pounds of Reese's in the next 48 hours, at least wait a little bit. (laughs) Oh my God. It's very funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's something so special about Madison Square Garden though. It really is such a cool thing when the guys play there. I remember when Gilby played there when he was in Guns and it was such a cool thing because he had just joined Guns when he played Madison Square Garden and that just like, wow, it was great. And it's so funny too, like how you were saying that Afterwards, you guys all went to a bar, which you don't do anymore. Like, remember back in the day, all the after parties that used to happen after the big rock shows, all the guys would have like these massive backstage after parties. I mean, and when I say massive, like during that time that Gilby was in guns, the after parties were off the hook. Like they were all themed. I remember Axel was infamous for, you know, having like, you know, a a pig on a spit (laughs) with like, you know, women scantily clad walking it out for these completely Caligula-like feasts and all this crazy, crazy debauchery. Oh my God. It was so crazy. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when Gilby first got in guns, I came out 
to New York to go see him play. And when the show was over, you know, we do this. Usually after the show, we wait a few beats before we go backstage because we want to give right. we want to give our guys time to cool down and change their clothes. Sometimes they like to shower afterwards or whatever. And sometimes they're all in the same dressing room. So you don't want to like be in the way. And if the guys want to get undressed, you, you know, make them feel uncomfortable. So we always kind of give them a few beats before we run backstage to greet them after their show. So this time I had waited a while and especially because Gilby was new in guns and I didn't want to be, you know, the wife that's always in the way or always backstage, you know, I wanted to give them their space. So I waited a few beats and then a few minutes went by, like maybe about 20 minutes, half hour. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go backstage now. And so I went to go backstage and I was stopped by their tour manager. And he said, oh, the guys are still getting ready. They're getting undressed and whatever. So can you give them a little bit more time? And I'm like, well... It's been like a half an hour. So, I mean, okay. So I waited a few minutes. Then I went back there and he was like, you know what? Just can you go in this other area? Because uh, the guys need more time. (laughs) (laughs) So I said to him, I go, you know what? I'll tell you what. No, I'm not going to do that. And at this point, I was pissed. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And you need to go and tell. I know exactly where this is. <laughs> you need to go and tell Gilby that his wife just left and is going back to the airport to fly home to LA because you wouldn't let me backstage. So I'm leaving and you can go tell Gilby that his wife just left. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't, you know, you don't have to get that upset. Okay, okay, okay. Just give me one second. I'm like, no, let me in. And I knew what was going on. I knew they didn't want me back there for a reason. (laughs) I go back there. (laughs) I finally get back there. He lets me through because he could tell I'm pissed. I get back there and the backstage area has been transformed into like a little after party. There's a jacuzzi and there's a bunch of girls in the jacuzzi. (laughs) I was like, oh, hell no. Hell no. This is not going to happen on my watch. So yeah. So party pooper me. I used to, I used to be not, not for the same reasons, but I used to be in the same situation where the guys in the band or the crew would look on their watch and count and take wagers on how long it would be before I jumped back on a plane and left. <laughs> it would be like, oh, Barb's here. She'll make it maybe, let's see. She won't even make it overnight tonight. You know, just, I mean, there were quite a few of those days. Um, oh, yeah. That, and and oh, in all yeah. fairness to my husband, that was when he was drinking. But oh my God, like, yeah, you know that that scene in Rockstar, the movie? Yes, which scene? The scene in the movie where they make the wives go in a separate car and they don't let the wives backstage and the whole nine yards. I was laughing because I'm like, yeah, someone who was actually married to a musician, especially these 80s, like, you know, musicians, they absolutely positively were the creative consultant because that's exactly what it was like. (laughs) You know, there was, you know, 
Totally. Or, you know, Randy Castillo, God rest his soul. He used to, you know, Zach was a baby when he joined Ozzy and he used to say to Zach, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to coordinate when the girls come out so that they're all here at the same time. Right. So none of them see anything and can share with any of the other wives what's going on. And I remember Zach saying to me, when exactly are you coming out? And when are you leaving? And I'd be like, man, what, what do you need to know all this information for? And he'd be like, you know, just, you know, we're just thinking maybe it would be great because, you know, then Randy could have his girl come out. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, no, I know exactly what's going on here. <laughs> no, we're not coordinating our schedules to make it convenient for you boys. Yeah, no, exactly. Remember they used to call, they would refer to us as the fun police. Here comes the fun police. Oh, Zach still, <laughs> Zach still refers to me as that. And actually, I think my sons do now too. <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? How dare they? <laughs> I know Gilby used to be like, well, you know, having yeah. having you girls come out is like bringing sand to a beach. I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> Let there be sand on the beach then. Exactly right. <laughs> Although these days, I'm like, you want to go for me? I'll, I'll, I'll hire somebody to go and impersonate me. I'll stay home and try and get the sleep that we so desperately need. Well, because it's so different now too, though. Now the backstage is completely different. Everybody's sober. Nobody is having these wild after parties. It's very different now. No. And even with like the younger bands, things are different. There's not as much debauchery as there was back in the 80s. Really? I think, you know, part of that might be one of the things we could say thank you to for the phone because, you know, could you imagine if everyone was able to record and take video of the shit that we saw? Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget it. No one would be married anymore. Oh my God. It's like they do reenactments and the reenactments don't even come close. No, not even close. I can't even like begin to explain the stuff that we saw. No, no, no. It was madness. You definitely saw more crazy shit than I did because I'll tell you what's so funny is like Zach always laughed and said to me, well, I am an Ozzy Osbourne and have you seen his fans? Fortunately for Ozzy, they're all guys, which, you know, guys aren't as fickle as women as fans. No offense to anyone listening, but men generally or or boys will stay with you. You know, they're really loyal to, you know, as a fan base and girls, it's like, as soon as the next cute, hot singer, guitar player comes along, they're on to the next band Uh or, or these days there are no guitar players. So maybe, I don't know, as soon as the next hot singer or rapper comes along, they're on to the next one. But regardless, Zach used to say all the time, well, you don't have to worry about me because I'm in Ozzy's band and all of the fans, 90% of them are male. So I'm, you know, there isn't, there aren't that many opportunities. I'm like, oh, come on, give me a break. There's still, you know, everywhere from when you check into a hotel to when you guys, you know, and I remember one time one of Randy Castillo's girlfriends saying to me, well, you don't have to worry about Zach because he's so good looking. He gets so much attention. He doesn't go looking for it. And I was like, I didn't know if that was a backhanded compliment or I didn't even know what to do with that information. Yeah. But anyway, that makes no sense. yeah, that so makes no sense. Zach is just, no, exactly. You know, I, that's why when we were getting married after seven years of being together and everyone's like, oh, is he going to have a bachelor party? And what's he doing for his bachelor party? I'm like, he's been in Ozzy Osbourne's band for the last five years of our relationship. He's had a five-year bachelor party. There will be no bachelor parties for him. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I always tell Gilby. I'm like, I put an end to that instantly. Yeah, I always say that to Gilby. I'm like, you've had a bachelor party your whole damn life. But um, 
(laughs) (laughs) Although you're right about younger kids being less crazy, not even just in the music scene, because here, my son on his bachelor party, he went with like 10 of his friends to a remote part of Alaska to go fishing. There wasn't much debauchery going on there. Yeah, no, it's totally different. It's different, different times. That was a whole different, whole different era. Yeah, it's really wild. Oh, so I have a Flix AF for our listeners. Oh, good. I just started watching this new series with Sofia Vergara called Griselda. Have you heard about it? No. She plays a female narco, you know? Oh, I saw her do an interview about it. She's out doing the press circuit right now. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, she looks unrecognizable in it. And God bless her. She was saying like, She commissioned the story. She helped do something with the screenplay. And she was all like, I am taking on this role. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I I think she directed it it or something, too. She stars in it and directed it. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's about Griselda Blanco, who was a cocaine lord, a female cocaine lord, and from uh, Medellin, Colombia. And... It's really interesting to see it told like, you know, as a a female drug lord. So she was known as... I think she was one of the only ones. Yeah. And she was known as the cocaine godmother. Like instead of the godfather, she was the godmother. Um, But Sofia Vergara goes through this whole transformation as her. And it's really a fun watch because of the fashions and, you know, just that time period. And if you like that kind of stuff. It's interesting. And so far, I'm enjoying it. I've only watched about, I think I've only seen three episodes so far, but I'm enjoying it. I think it, she's doing a good job. Oh, so it's a series. It's a series and it's on Netflix. Wow. Yeah, it's a series on Netflix and it's it's worth a watch. I think it's good so far from what I've seen. I haven't finished it. I've only watched a few episodes, but I I, I like it. It's a six-part series. Oh, I'm going to put that in my queue because I really wanted to see it. She, the, the clips that they showed when she did an interview on it were, it was incredible. She's such a great actress. Yeah. And they definitely are using prosthetics on her. She doesn't, they, they completely transformed her, but yeah, it's very interesting and you know, it's got some violence in it. So if the guys want to watch it, (laughs) uh, but it's pretty good. I like it. And then I'm also watching the new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. And it is freaking hilarious. There was an episode last week that Gilby and I were laughing so loud we could not control ourselves. We were dying. It was so funny. I, with Tracy Ullman in there, oh God, she's I so funny. cannot, <laughs> I, I have been dying. It's so good. I watched the episode I missed Sunday last night. So I got to watch two of them and oh my God, crying. It's laughing so, so hard. funny. I have a little Flix AF on the plane that I watched, which you may have seen already. It was so good. Have you seen the biopic on Alexander McQueen? I have. It's very good. Oh, it it was phenomenal. All yes. I was thinking about was, oh my God, you would, I, w- I thought for sure you had seen oh, it. Oh yeah. I saw it right when it came out. was it incredible. Oh, Everything about it and his meteoric rise and just how lovely and his family, but it was so fucking sad at the so end. So sad. I was just, oh. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's really difficult really good. to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same Kelly way. Kelly Osborne was very close friends with him, and I remember her just being so distraught mm-hmm. when he died, and 
it's, you know, on the morning of his mother's funeral, just unbelievable. Yeah, it was a huge, huge shock when he died um, and a huge loss to the uh, fashion industry. I mean, he was just a genius. So very sad, but, but a re genius. really well done movie. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about that documentary is that they never sugarcoated it. They were very kind of, no. they were very honest about where he was. Like they never sugarcoated the fact that he was difficult or that he had these struggles, that he was, you know, kind of arrogant at what he no. thought. And, and I, I liked how honest the documentary was. I thought that it was just done really well because they basically, they didn't like, you know, paint him out to be this hero. They, they really just revealed him as who he was. And um, I thought that was really well done. I thought so too. I was just floored by it. I, I watched it on my way home from New York yesterday and I was, um, it was just amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you have it. There's a few yeah, really good flicks AF for you. Yeah. Is it time to do a Barb's Bag of Tricks? Sure. One of the other highlights of being in the hotel in Times Square, we, we stayed at the Times Square edition, which I had never stayed at before, but it was apparently convenient for the band to be there for Madison Square Garden. So they put us there. And so we were literally right in Times Square. And of course, there was a Sephora right out my window that was calling my name. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was up in the 32 floors. <laughs> and uh, so, and, and it was really crazy too, because Zach kept saying it was like the Kenny Rogers Roasters Seinfeld episode, because no matter what time of day it was, we were in a corner room and all of our windows were of the neons in Times Square, which are 24 hours. So it was broad daylight in our room, even with the light blocking curtains and everything, it was no way around it. He's like, I'm going to be like Kramer at the end of this couple of days stay where my eyes are going to be perpetually bright eyed because this is just insane. But the hotel was lovely. Just the, the lights were a bit daunting. But so I went over to Sephora and I was like, I may as well mask and, and you know, because Zach had to go there early to do meet and greets and sound check and everything. So I stayed in the hotel until they had a runner come and pick the kids and I up. And so I went down to Sephora and did you know that Sephora now carries a CO or a CO mask that we love? Oh, yeah. The silicone mask that we love. It used to just be online. And I picked up more than one because this is just, this is literally probably the best mask I think that I've ever used because you could sleep in them. You could use it up to 10 times. I bought the brow, eye, smile, and neck one. So it's like, it's they call it a facelift pack. Ooh. And they have one that you put, um, they have one for between your chest. They have one for your neck, under your eyes, your forehead, your cheeks, your chin, smile, eye, and you can sleep in them. I didn't get it till the day of the show, but it just makes you feel so good. It literally lifts you like nobody's business. And if you sleep in them and take them off when you wake up, it's like, I can't even believe how great this mask works. So that is like a major Honest AF, Barb's Bag of Tricks. And then the other thing I bought... You were talking earlier in the podcast about having trouble feeling refreshed. So I was kind of like with all the bright lights in the hotel room, I'm like, I'm going to go get some sleep gummies, some melatonin. And I don't always take anything because I take the ashwagandha and the magnesium, which usually is enough for me. Mm -hmm. But I got the goalie, the new one, the dreamy sleep gummies. 
they're higher in melatonin than their other ones, their other sleep gummies. And they're in a dark purple little jar and it says uh, dreamy sleep gummies. And they have five milligrams per serving of melatonin. The ones that they used to have, or they still have, but their later version have only three. These have five. They also have lemon balm, magnesium, and vitamin D in them. And oh my God, Zach was talking to me. And then mid-sentence, I had taken them like maybe an hour before we got in the room after dinner the first night, the night before Madison Square Garden. And I took them like an hour before we left to get back to the room. And he was talking to me and like mid-sentence, he said, I literally passed out. And I didn't wake up till eight eight o'clock the next morning. And I was like, wow, I slept so good. He's like, are you kidding me? I had to keep bumping you a couple of times, just jiggling you to make sure you were still alive. You were out. <laughs> he's like, what did you take a sleeping pill? I'm like, I took melatonin. He's like, holy cow. And I I came home Saturday night. I took it last night as well. And I slept through my alarm. So this stuff works. Wow. <laughs> for me, it does anyway. Yeah. I think because you don't usually take it. So it worked really well for you, which is great. Yeah, that's what one of the things Hendrix was saying with the sleep study was that when you take melatonin, it's really ideal to reset your body clock, like for traveling. But if you take it on a nightly basis, sometimes it, you know, you'll become resistant to it and it's not going to work like it normally would. Mm. And it's funny because I've heard that you have to take melatonin consistently because you need to let it build in your system, that it doesn't work. Don't you yeah. love it? <laughs> always mixed we're, info. We're always, every other week, you were, we, you and I were talking about this, <laughs> talking about something else, but before the podcast, how, you know, you think you're doing something really good for your body and then you find out like two years later, yeah. new studies say you should never take melatonin, but no, I really found it to be helpful for me. I do know years and years ago when Zach first joined Ozzy and it's going to be 40 years soon. So wow. it was a long time ago. Ozzy was told to take melatonin. It was no gummies orally by a doctor. And the doctor told Ozzy all those years ago to take it when you're traveling, when it's 4 a.m. in that time zone so that it resets your body clock so you could beat jet lag doing that. I've yet to try it. <laughs> I think I will. I, I always forget about it. So like you set your watch to you know the time you're going to, and when it's 4 a.m. when you're on the plane in your time zone that you're hitting, you take it and it should right. like set you to that time zone by the time you land. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the that's theory. That's what Ozzy told me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good, it's it's actually a good tip. Um, okay, well, I guess there you have it. Yeah, Our Barb's bag of tricks. Okay. Yes, it's going to rain here today. Let's hope it doesn't rain like crazy again. Because is it supposed to rain? It's really dark by me all of a sudden, and it's cold. I didn't yeah. know it was going to rain. Yep, it's supposed to rain wow. again today. So, you know, in California, when it rains, it's a big event. We're not set up for it. It's always a nightmare. <laughs> I have the poor guys are on my roof finishing our solar. I don't know if they knew it was going to rain today, but I guess they're going to find out. Oh, my gosh. Do you know that poor Gilby came home from being on the road, which, by the way, he had a great response in South America. He had such a good tour. And he had a bunch of really good shows with Slash. Kudos to Gilby Clark and Slash. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, him and Slash played together. He played a couple songs with Slash and Miles Kennedy. And he and Slash got to uh, catch up a little bit. And it was, it was really great. Uh, he came back. 
And immediately he had to help me clean the garage. And then we had a pipe burst and he is so handy. Thank goodness. He's so handy. He changed out the pipe. Yes. Fixed everything. It's so nice having him back because he just like, it's like Murphy's law. Every time he goes on tour, every time he leaves, something crazy happens. So it was nice to have him back and have him take care of everything again. So I didn't have to. Yeah, and Mr. Wild does not follow suit. He cannot do anything other than play the guitar. Thank God he <laughs> makes enough money that I could hire people or I've learned to do it myself. Yes. We were talking about my my being a tool time girl the other day at the show. Yeah. We were laughing. I was like, yeah, me with my drive act. That needs to be your Halloween costume next, tool time girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that's brilliant. I might have to do that. And I have everything. It won't even be a stretch for me. Yeah. Oh, Zach will go completely wild. And, and yes, <laughs> yes, the pun is intended. <laughs> okay. Well, that does it for this episode of Honest AF Show. If there are any subjects or uh, products that you'd like us to talk about or review, please hit us up on our socials. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And honestafshow.com is our website. Until next time, you all take care. Viva Las Vegas. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> We obviously need to do a disclaimer here, so we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.